Welcome to the Deep Bible Studies podcast, where we discover, explore, examine, and practice the Word of God. I'm your host, Claudia Rivera Guevarez, and today we will be going through John 4, 43 through 54. This is our third and last week studying chapter four of the book of John, and I'm very sad that it's over, but I'm really excited for what else the Lord is going to teach us. So let's just get started. Verse 43 says, after the two days he departed for Galilee. Just as a reminder, Jesus was in Samaria, and this was after talking with the Samaritan woman and staying with the Samaritans themselves, which is what we have very deeply been talking about for the past two weeks. So I would really recommend if you have not listened to the past two weeks, go back. Those are personally my favorites and they are so enriched with so much knowledge. And so I definitely would recommend going back. But anyways, after spending two days with the Samaritans, Jesus continues his trip uh, traveling to Galilee, which is a trip mentioned in John 4, 3, which says, he left Judea and departed again for Galilee. So verse 44 says, For Jesus himself had testified that a prophet has no honor in his own hometown. We see this actually in Matthew 13, 54 through 57, which says, And coming to his hometown, he taught them in their synagogue. So they were astonished and said, Where did this man get this wisdom and these mighty words? Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary? And are not his brothers James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? And are not all his sisters with us? Where then did this man get all these things? And they took offense at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his hometown and in his own household. This is completely opposite to the Samaritan's belief in the passages that we had been studying for the past few weeks. We will also see the contrast they have with the Galileans in Judea in the next passage, whose faith solely depended in Christ's performance of miracles rather than who he is and the news he brings. So when he came to Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him, having seen all things he had done in Jerusalem at the feast, for they too had gone to the feast. So many theologians think that John's tone here was ironic in light of the verse that we had just read and the next verses. It is clear that their true intention in welcoming Jesus and his disciples was out of curiosity. They saw more miracles from Jesus rather than seeking to believe in him as the Messiah. So now we're moving on to the passage that is titled, Jesus Heals an Official Son. John MacArthur states that this passage of Jesus' healing of the official son constitutes the second major quote-unquote sign of eight that John used to reinforce Jesus' true identity for producing beliefs in the readers. Here, Jesus rebuked the official's unbelief in needing a miraculous sign in order to trust in Christ. And in this, we see Jesus contemplating unbelief, confronting unbelief, and conquering unbelief. So verse 46 says, so he came again to Cana Galilee, where he had made the water wine. And at Capernaum, there was an official whose son was ill. This was a place where Jesus did his first miracle. And we can find this back in John 2, which we have talked about. This is important because it increases John's ironic tone of verse 45. The people had just received a sign recently at the wedding at Cana, and yet they didn't believe. They were hungry for more. Verse 47 then says, When this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son, for he was to the point of death. So Jesus said to him, 
Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, Go, your son will live. The man believed the words that Jesus spoke to him, and so he went on his way. As he was going, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. So he asked them the hour he began to get better, and they said to him, Yesterday, at the seventh hour, the fever left him. This could be around 1 p.m. if estimating from sunrise. Then verse 53 says, The father knew that was the hour when Jesus had said to him, Your son will live and he himself believed, and all his household. The official son got better at the time corresponding when Jesus spoke with him and told him his son was healed. The effect of this served as a full reason to strengthen his faith in Jesus and who he said he was. Therefore, his whole household believed. Verse 54 then says, This was now the second sign that Jesus did when he had come from Judea to Galilee. The first sign was at the wedding at Cana in John chapter 2. This reminds me of what John states as his purpose in writing his account in John 21, 25, where he says, Now there was also many other things that Jesus did. Were every one of them to be written, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. And furthermore, he goes on to talk about how this is all for the belief in Christ as who he says he is, the Messiah and God the Son. It's all about Jesus, you see. All that is written, though it was not all that Christ did, as John said in that verse that we just read, it was enough to reveal his ultimate purpose, his deity. And so we're going to finish off with the same verse that we finished off last episode, but I just think it just corresponds so well with what John said in 1 John 4, 13 through 16, which says, And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him, and he in God. So we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. You can find more information on our website, www.deepbiblestudies.com, where you will also find the calendar to go along with the book that we will be studying. You can also find us on Instagram, at Deep Bible Studies and Facebook, where you can know every single time we post a new podcast. Also, we have an email, contact at deepbiblestudies.com, where you can ask us any questions and we will be sure to get back to you. I hope you have a wonderful day and see you next time.